only letting yourself down, you're letting your family down, you're letting your colleagues down, you're letting your employees down. And this is where you need to adjust um, your training and nutrition based upon your schedule. And that's really what we help clients uh, dial in. The goal for you with weight loss is you want to eat as much food as physically possible, losing weight, because that's going to have to come down as the weight loss um, slows down. One of the biggest things people struggle with, and I've been there, is that when you're climbing the mountain of weight loss success, sometimes you need to look back and enjoy the view and realize how far you've come. If you're in a position where you want to lose weight and you want to get in the best shape of your life and you've been thinking about this for a while or quote-unquote trying for a while, this podcast is for you. Today, I'm going to talk to you about the hard truths about your weight loss journey. Some of the brutal realities of things that if you've never really done this before and be successful with it, you're about to find out. So the most important thing when it comes to weight loss is understanding weight loss and setting realistic goals. So I've had clients come to me before who have never been to the gym, they've never worked out, and we often ask people like a photo of what they want to look like at their end of their journey, and it's a photo of me. I'm like, that's not going to happen, <laughs> in t- like anytime soon. And even sometimes there are different ethnicities. So it's like a black dude and they want to look like me, and they've never been to the gym. I was like, okay, cool. That's definitely not going to work, right? So. The reality is you need to have realistic expectations of what can be achieved. Everyone can make huge amounts of progress and the biggest mistake a lot of people make is comparison syndrome. And I get that because that happens to me all the time. I was overweight as a child. I was very, very introverted and very, very shy. And probably only until I got to my like mid-twenties did I become more confident. And ironically, that confidence actually came when I got in shape because what's important in particular as a man and as a woman is that if you have confidence in yourself and the way you look and you start to like yourself, guess what? That's going to start to show you to the world. And one of the most important things you need to think about is that, particularly if you're a father, mother, leader in your business, is you want to create yourself into becoming the best person you can be and giving yourself back to the world so you can help other people do the same thing. And that's really been my mission when I learned this in terms of my own coaching experience and helping other people have life-changing experiences. Because... If you're listening to this right now and you're not in the best health, you're not in the best shape, you're not only letting yourself down, you're letting your family down, you're letting your colleagues down, you're letting your employees down. So this isn't actually about you, it's about those around you because you become the sum of the people you're around and if you're lowering the standard for those people, you're not going to add value to their lives. Now if we look at the concepts of weight loss, what actually drives weight loss? The fitness industry is rife, and I mean rife with bullshit. People telling you booties, people telling you detox cleansers to lose weight, people saying that the juice diet. Guess what? The only thing that will drive weight loss is this one very simple thing. And it's very simple basic maths. It's called a calorie deficit. And that's calories in, the calories you consume, minus the calories you burn every day. Guess what? That's your energy balance. So you're either in a surplus where you gain weight or in a deficit where you lose weight. And the important goal is you wanna try and put yourself into a deficit where you can sustainably lose fat. Now, the reality of what most people do is they wanna throw the kitchen sink at the fat loss progress at the start of a program. They wanna do cardio twice a day, they wanna weight train twice a day, they wanna eat like a vegan squirrel and eat just lettuce leaves. The reality is what's gonna happen? After three, four days, you're gonna feel atrocious. Feel like you've been hit by a bus and be like, fuck this, I'm not doing it. It's not sustainable. And a saying I really like is if it's not sustainable, it's not gonna be attainable for you. So the most important thing is, and we help our clients do this, is build a program around your lifestyle. I found this a lot over the last 
two years I've become incredibly busy and it's very difficult to judge juggle um, training work trying to have some type of a life sometimes um, although I'm very passionate about what I do and the reality is that you have to adjust based upon that and actually interesting this morning I had a minor um, discussion with my partner Charlie because she likes to spend hours and hours in the gym I don't have time to spend hours and hours in the gym I have to be very efficient with what I do and this is where you need to adjust um, your training and nutrition based upon your schedule and that's really what we help clients uh, dial in because that's what makes it realistic makes it terrible and what helps you get long-term results now if we look at some of the factors that can affect weight loss there's a couple of things that are really really important now a lot of people are like oh so and so lost so much weight so quickly why doesn't it happen to me every single person is completely different now the reality is if someone has a higher level of body fat and more body weight and they eat like a complete retard and they go to like chick-fil-a they go to sonic burger they go to in and out burger i'm trying to think of all these awesome places that have in america i'm at here um cheesecake factory my favorite restaurant the reality is if they stop doing that and they've already got a lot of body weight to lose they're gonna drop weight like crazy because they've got a lot more body fat to lose whereas if you're a guy say like client a lives on the chick-fil-a and uh, in and out burger diet right and they've got a lot of weight to lose but client b is reasonably healthy and only does that one day a week and they're at 15% body fat client B, client A's at 25% body fat. Client A is gonna drop a shit ton of weight the first couple of weeks. A lot of that's gonna be water weight, inflammation, just crap weight that's gonna come off. Probably not some body fat, but a lot is just gonna be water weight. And this is an important thing to understand that everyone else loses weight at different rates and a really important thing to understand. The other thing that comes into that is that also every person has a different metabolism. I would actually say that I don't have a very quick metabolism. I don't eat a lot of food for some of my size. I'm like 240 pounds, 108 kilos, whatever that is. And I'm currently eating about two and a half, three thousand calories a day, like maintaining weight. When I was like bulking in a gaining phase, I gained 20 kilos of body weight. I was only eating about four and a half thousand calories a day. I say only, but a lot of people with similar weight to me are probably eating like 6,000, maybe more. And that's a blessing in that respect, but like, when I'm dieting, it's, it's frustrating because I can't eat as much as I want. And I say that to you because the goal for you with weight loss is you want to eat as much food as physically possible, losing weight, because that's going to have to come down as the weight loss um, slows down because weight loss will naturally slow the leaner you get. And the same with cardio. You want to do it as little out the gate as possible and you can incrementally add these things in. And the way I explain this, it's like having tools in your arsenal. And we don't want to throw all our weapons in one go. We want to use these weapons like one by one rather than deploying like we're going to like DEFCON 4 and using the nuke at the beginning. We keep that one back and we use that to the very end. And this is an important thing to understand. And the final thing I'd say is that there's a lot to be said in terms of um, factors affecting weight loss with male and females, right? Men and women are very different and the hormonal profiles of men and women are very different. So women would naturally have high levels of body fat for reproductive purposes. Um, so your body fat percentage will never really be as low as men's. And your weight loss progression is gonna be slightly different than men's. However, you will lose weight at a similar rate, uh, body fat, but the rate of weight loss will be different. Because if you remember what I said earlier, if say for example, I'm 108 kilos, my girlfriend Charlie's 55. If she loses 10% of her body weight, that's what, uh, five and a half kilos. If I lose 10% of my body weight, that's like nearly 11 kilos twice as much so I lose weight a lot quicker than her 
but the body the percentage body weight change is actually exactly the same just because my structure is bigger and i have so much more tissue and if you want the secret to getting faster weight loss results it's not cutting your calories more it's actually adherence and to make sure you're hitting these numbers as accurately as you should be the third part of this podcast what i really want to talk about is um, safe and sustainable weight loss so Something that's very important, a lot of people are using these fucking weight loss injections and Monjaro jabs and stuff like that that basically suppress your appetite. Do you want to know what the problem with that is? Probably doesn't take a lot of logical things to work out. If you're using something to suppress your appetite to lose weight, what happens when you stop using these um, appetite suppressant drugs? You start eating more. Your metabolism's fucked because you're not eating a lot. Guess what happens then? Rapid weight gain. Because what happens when fat cells also shrink, increases the release of the hunger hormone called ghrelin, which makes you want to eat more food. So if you take these drugs out and your fat cells are shrinking, your ghrelin is going to be going through the roof. You're going to have more sensitive fat cells, which means that you're going to be more um, conditioned to add that body fat back on again, which is going to see a lot of people yo-yo dieting and bouncing back. And this is why if you've ever lost weight really quickly, you regain it really quickly because of this hormonal profile where ghrelin kicks back in to get your body weight back up to what's called body weight set point theory. Now, when it comes to creating realistic weight loss progressions, a couple of key things I'll do. Look for consistent trends, not day to day, but week on week. Another thing I'd say is that, particularly if you're a guy and you're looking to try and get jacked as well and you wanna build muscle, the key measurement you wanna look at in terms of um, body fat going down is to actually look at your waist measurement because that's gonna give a true reflection in terms of where the body fat's going. So I'd always suggest you do the circumferences of your waist as the belly button's a height reference point so it's consistent and that will help an awful lot. And one of the most important things to do throughout this journey is to look back to where you started because one of the biggest things people struggle with and I've been there is that when you're climbing the mountain of weight loss success sometimes you need to look back and enjoy the view and realize how far you've come. And the big thing I want to finish this on is celebrating non-scale victories because one of the biggest mistakes people make is they're obsessed with their body weight on the scale. Now that necessarily isn't the most important thing in lot of respects. So this is an order priority I want most people to think about when they come to us. Number one, what's your training performance like? Are you getting stronger? Are you getting fitter? Can you do more reps on an exercise than before? Can you lift more weight? Is your form better? Focus on these performance metrics and training like an athlete. And guess what? Your body will start to realize you're training like an athlete and you'll start to look like an athlete. Second thing is improved energy. When you get in really good shape, you should have much more focused energy throughout the day and less crashes. A really easy tip that you'll see next to me right now, this is a drink with just electrolytes in it. If you find later in the day you're getting a crash of focus, try adding electrolytes additionally into your um, nutrition. So these ones are actually via Ghost. They take bang, taste fucking banging. Um, it's a nice drink as well. So if you're in the US, I would suggest checking those out. Um, really, really, really good in terms of keeping you focused and keeping you on point and feeling good. The other big caveats we see in terms of training performance improving, you getting a better shape, is a much better sleep and much better mood overall. And you being healthy, happy, and the best person you can be, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, is what you should do. And this isn't just for you, but this is for the people around you. And if you need help getting the best shape possible and you want to lose weight, not just for like 12 weeks or six months, but forever, we offer you the permanent solution to change this. Message me the word shredded or just message me on Instagram. Say you listen to the podcast, you want the permanent solution to weight loss. We can chat about how we can help. And if this episode really hit home, please make sure you share it with a friend who needs to listen to this and subscribe to the channel.